This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Philip Malloy, welcome to the programme. Philip. Thank you, George. Now, just before you launch into your various bits and pieces, mm-hmm. how familiar are you with uh, channels like movies for men and stuff like that? Is this is, are you, is this a put-on now? Is it? No, no, no. Genuine question. Well, I mean, I know they're there. And, uh, I mean, if I'm, uh, I, I sort of, if I'm flicking around, I cross over them. Sometimes. Well, I just the reason why. There's an awful lot of Italian movies dubbed, yes. dubbed into English. Yeah, that was exactly the point I yeah. was going to make. Yeah. But I was also going to make the point that British and American movies stopped World War II stuff, by and large, in 70s, say, or something like that, apart from a few kind of blockbusters. But... The Italians must have made hundreds of movies yeah. about the Second World War yeah. because they're on every week. Yeah, well, they did. They, they, they used to go through phases. They actually went through, in, in Italy, they, they went through a sword and sandal phase big time. Uh, they, always, they went through a musical phase. And uh, so, you know, th- these kind of genres became popular over periods. And uh, one of the things I always notice about those war films is you'll see some guy, uh, he looked like Anthony Steele or something with wavy hair. And all of a sudden, then this voice will come out of his mouth and the voice doesn't suit the rest <laughs> yeah. of him at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing stuff. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, you've by the way, I, yeah. I, I, I got some, uh, there were some queries uh, from listeners left and you, that this kind of segues into it. Uh, there's a, one from a man called Kieran Dempsey who, who heard us talking about Stephen Boyd was it last week or the week before and um, he he wants to know uh, he wants to know a, about a Stephen Boyd war picture with um, Stanley Baker okay so where do you go from there what have we got what Stephen we, Boyd with Stanley, Stanley. Baker uh, it wasn't a man who never was no no but I bet you'll know it um, it's a hill in Korea and uh, incredible cast in it, a great cast, wonderful cast, Br- British actors in it. Go on. Harry Andrews is in it, who you refer to quite often. Michael was he the sort of extremely tough Sergeant Major? Yeah, always played that, always played yeah, that role. Yeah. Um, actually, as well as Stanley Baker, George Baker is in it. And George Baker went on to, uh, he did all kinds of things. A but policeman. Ev- but eventually became Inspector Wexford in the, in that series of, yeah. um, of what, what, about 12 years, I think, uh, up to the 80s. Or in the eighties, into the nineties, Michael Caine had a small role in it. Um, uh, Victor Madron, do you remember him? Victor Madron, very faced actor. Victor Madron <laughs> appeared in about nine hundred <laughs> uh, British movies. Wonderful, like. wonderful. I love yeah. those guys. Yeah. Michael Medwin. Oh yeah, yeah. Michael he was Medwin. a comedy actor. He was a child comedy actor. In fact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, um, he set up his own production company eventually, uh, and uh, Ronald Lewis. Remember Ronald Lewis? Yes, he was yeah. a kind of, he used to do, he was quite a kind of a, a hero, like he used yeah. to did quite a few hero movies. Mm. Uh, certainly one where he wore a turban. Yeah, I he was a remember. hero, he, he tended to be a hero in B-movies, in small-scale movies, yeah. and uh, small-scale black-and-white movies. And uh, But the, the thing is, A Hill in Korea, anyway, it's about, as far as I remember it, and it's a long time since I saw it, it's about a unit, a British Army unit that's cut off from the, the main sort of force yeah. 
uh, and they're I think they're they're attacked by is it Chinese? It was were the well, Chinese, were Chinese in, in Korea. Korea yeah. Yeah, yeah, but wasn't there a, another sort of war film? Called the Hill with Sean Connery. I know Connery there was, there was, there was. Where uh, Harry Andrews was in that as well. Yeah, well, that's yeah, the point yeah, I was yeah, going to make. Yeah, yeah. Harry Andrews was the yeah. kind of sergeant major in that one as well. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, just to, I'll I'll just hit off a couple of other queries we have. Yeah. Um, okay. Kieran Dempsey asks, "What happened to the young girl in To Kill a Mockingbird?" There's a nice question. No idea. Okay. First of all, her name was Mary Badham. And she's the sister of John Badham, who directed uh, Saturday Night Fever and War Games. I don't remember War Games. But she would have been, uh, I think she was 10 when they made uh, To Kill a Mockingbird in 1962. And she was nominated for an Oscar, a Best Supporting Actor Oscar. And she was beaten, I think, for it by Patty Duke. And uh, for a long time, she was the youngest actress. Well, for a while, she was the youngest actress ever nominated for an Oscar. Uh, but anyway, she she made a couple of films. She although she made mostly, I suppose, she appeared on television. She was in a fairly famous episode of The Twilight Zone and she was in a Dr. Kildare. But she I don't think she did many more movies. She was in a film um, called This Property is Condemned uh, based on a Talency Williams um, story. But apart from that, I, she didn't do a lot, uh, but she maintained her. Relation or contact with uh, Gregory Peck, who is you know played Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird, and she she said for her, for all her life she used to call him Atticus, and he would call her Scout. Okay. And uh, so that's that one. And then there's one called from Sam Clooney. He asks if we've ever discussed Dan DeRay on this program. Dan Durie. Yeah, we have. Oh, we have. We've several times. He was a great villain. Yes. He was part- I really liked him in Winchester 73. Oh, yes, yes. Do you remember yeah, that? I do, I do, I do. <laughs> Stuart and Stephen McNally. Stephen McNally played Stuart's kind of half-brother and the bad brother in it. Remember that? Yes. And, and actually, Rock Hudson was in that as an Indian, believe it or not. But, <laughs> he was because yeah. he got killed and, hmm. and the gun That's fell the, out. Yeah. And, and your man, the sergeant in the cavalry, Remember him? He picked up the gun. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was his name? And, anyway, right. and 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 as well, Tony Curtis was in it. Uh, he was, I think, he was credited in the credits as Anthony Curtis. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, j- just to mention some of the things that uh, Andre did, he did, as you said, Winchester seventy three. He was in the Flight of the Phoenix. He did a lovely little western, George, and I'd really recommend this with John Payne called um, Silver Load. It's a it's a gorgeous. Uh, he wore glasses in. The flight of the phoenix. He did. That's right. He had little. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, he 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 was in Thunder Bay again he, uh, with, with James Stewart, Chris Cross with Burt Lancaster, Scarlet Street, and uh, the woman in the window with Edward G. Robinson, and Ministry of Fear. And uh, he he one of your favorites, the one that you referred to regularly. He was in um, uh, with Gary Cooper called The Pride of the Yankees. Right now, mm. have you seen Tyrant on Fox? And what do you think, Dave? Says? No, I, I've read about it. I read, I read, it? I read, read about it in uh, was it in uh, Entertainment Weekly, the magazine. Um, it, it's 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 all I know. I can tell you is that it's a drama. And uh, but I look out for it. We'll have a look at it and see what we think of it. The great James Mason was Rommel, wasn't he? And, he was. and Rob in, in, in two says, films, in two films, actually. He one on. was called Ole Robin or something, or is that a misprint? That oh, looked a, like a that's misprint. That's a misprint. Yeah. But he said the guy who played Hitler was very good in Rommel. I don't remember. Yes. Uh, he was a character actor. Um, he was uh, a New York character actor, a Jewish actor. What the hell was his name? I'll take his name down in a moment. Just give me a. 
I, 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 you'd be delighted to hear. I saw a James Mason uh, film in which he was in his early 20s uh, this week. What was it? Uh, he was in France, and but he was an Austrian, and he got involved in a kind of a, a spy story, and he got caught by the French. If he was 20, that must have been a long time well, ago. Well, he might have been 30. In order yeah, to yeah. Be, he was a young fella. Well, uh, I, I, I've always considered him to be one of the best film actors of all time. I know that's yeah. a big thing. And I love his villain, uh, especially. I, I like him in all kinds of things, but I love him as Van Damme, the villain um, in uh, North by Northwest. Cary Grant. The teasing yeah. Cary Grant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was your favourite TV show from the 60s? Andy and Westmead wants to know. Okay, there's lo- there's lots of them. There's lots of them, but I, I, I collect old television uh, series and I, I'm one that I'm almost addicted to at the moment is Dr. Kildare. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Kildare with Richard Chamberlain as Dr. Kildare and Raymond Massey as his mentor. Yeah, and, Doctor. Uh, what was it? Gilles- okay. not Gillespie. 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 Yeah, you're right. But, uh, but uh, um, and the, the thing about it as well is, as uh, we, we the, okay, um, at the IFI last week, they had the Stranger Than Fiction Festival. And one of the movies in the festival, one of the documentaries was a thing called Showrunners. And I did a... On Sunday night, I did a, a, a Q&A public interview with this, this a man called Des Doyle, an Irish director called Des Doyle, who did this. And uh, we were talking about all kinds of aspects of American television because that's what showrunners are. And uh, but one of the things I was I was thinking of uh, at that at that stage, George, was with Dr. Kildare, it came. OK, I think it started in, in 63, 64, went on for five or six seasons. Uh, that and Ben Casey, I don't remember if you remember Ben Casey, another medical yeah. drama. They were kind of up against each other on, on network television in the United States. But the thing about it was, is the scripts were really good, George. They well, now, very, very good scripts, uh, very well written. I, because I didn't have a television for so long, there was a medical one that I really liked mm. on BBC because mm. being a snob from Cork, I wouldn't watch it. Emergency War 10 or something I like wouldn't that. watch ITV. No, yeah, yeah. it was a medical drama based on, in Scotland, uh, Dr. Finlay's casebook. Dr. Finlay's casebook. Yeah, yeah. With Dr. And, fin- I love the, I love this guy. Dr. Finlay. <laughs> you know, Dr. Andrew, Finlay. Andrew Cruikshank. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, pl- was, he played the old doctor. In yeah, it, so. and then there was the, 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 the woman who played the housekeeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. who was Dr. Finlay? Doctor, fin- was it Ian Bannon? Was Doctor no, fin- no, no. He no. was he was in he was in one version of it anyway. Ian yeah, Bannon. Right. Is there a sequel to uh, Dances with Wolves? A sequel? Yeah. No. No. Right. Uh, you've got to check out a new series on AMC, Halt and Catch Fire. It's yes. excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best thing since Breaking Bad. No, no, Mad. no, no, absolutely. And and just to, to refer to that guy, Des Doyle again, he on on in our interview on Sunday night, he actually announced that from the stage. He recommended it from the stage. So All right. I got stuck on Breaking Bad. I haven't watched it in weeks. A super of course I I'll read this out although okay. it goes against the grain. <laughs> Congratulations, Philip, on a great interview with Des Doyle. When is Showrunners gonna hit the screens? Showrunners hits the screens on the 17th of October um, in this country and it opens in America at the end of October so um, it's a very very polished piece of work and he was telling me that he shot George he shot over a hundred hours of film for a movie that actually runs for 90 minutes and uh, but I'm not sure about that what do you mean well I 
Uh, you see, one of the things... No, but the man O'Hurley. Yeah, yeah, Michael O'Hurley. Michael O'Hurley. He, he, and and Ford to a large degree, the great John Ford. No, Ford just cut in his head, as they would call it. And that's exactly what O'Hurley did. They cut in their head. Yeah, but but okay, if you sit back and listen, and I'll explain to you to to some degree anyway. Um, One of the the, the things that happened with with someone like him, he goes, with Des Doyle, he goes to America, okay? He hasn't got the thing even set up. And he's he's knocking on doors. So he's filming wherever he can get film. Oh, until until he eventually realizes that all of these guys now want to be in my my movie <laughs> and I have way too much. Oh, I see. You know. All right. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. There you go. All right. Now, uh, the, the, we're we're going to take a break, and I agree with Sean Wexford. If I saying? was well, the best TV show of the sixties, it almost knocked Doctor Finlay out of my list. Yeah. Was the Monkeys. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I did. How old were you in the sixties? Oh God, I don't know. I was only a kid, but I enjoyed. Exactly. It. I enjoyed so it. You would have to put yeah. the monkeys in context. You, yeah. you can't be judging the monkeys yeah. as a, no, 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 a, no, you no. Know, do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've seen it since, and it, it was, the scripts were very, very witty. And, yeah. yeah, they were very witty. And I liked your man, the drummer, uh, whose father was What's a his film name? actor. What was his name? Uh, well, Mickey Dolence. Oh, first class, first class. <laughs> now, what do you think of the Colombo? Bill Simpson was Dr. Finlay, says Paulie. Bill Simpson, Thanks, that's Paulie. Good. What do you think of the Colombo ma- remake starring Mark Ruffalo? Well, well, I actually love Mark Ruffalo and uh, he has uh, he has a lovely human sort of tussle-haired, okay. tussle-haired sort of quality. And uh, I actually think that anything, in, in fact, yeah. the, the Avengers movies, he was the best thing in them. He's, because he played the Hulk in it and uh, he's wonderful I think he's a great actor okay Okay, can we have a a quiz competition yeah who who is the girl in this clip and what's the name of the movie I cannot sit at table with you I cannot take a thing from your hand I cannot go to worship with you oh child do not go so far I'm not a child but you are acting like one. I'll be the judge of that. No, they will be the judge of that, and so will I. Well, Philip, who was it? What uh, can was we the say? Movie? Okay, first of all, the movie was Witness, all right, uh, from 1985. And the man in that, and I know we didn't ask for the man, the man in that is that lovely Swedish actor, Jan Rubes. But what we asked for was the woman, and it is Kelly McGillis. Um, so who was with John Cru- Tom Cruise in Top Gun? Top Gun. Top Gun. Okay, right. and uh, I don't know what she's. I don't know what she's been doing for you know in recent times. I, the last kind of publicity, she she came out as as gay. Um, some Did year, she? Yeah, uh, some years ago. But that's what, that was the last kind of publicity. Anyway, it's directed by uh, Peter Weir, the Australian director, and it comes from a period when um, Harrison Ford was absolutely top of the heap, uh, and that was followed by Working Girl, Indiana Jones, and The Last Crusade, and Presumed Innocent. All right, we'll have a winner for you shortly. Now, we shouldn't forget the wonderful Green Acres as a 1960s Well, that was series. a sitcom. That was a sitcom with Eddie Albert and who? Uh, one of the Garbo sisters. Eva. Eva Gabor. Gabor, not Gabor. Garbo. Eva Gabor, yeah. <laughs> Garbo. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Smith from Ballyhonas, a Netflix subscription winging. Good man, Tony. Uh, the the uh, woman in Dr. Finlay's casebook was... Annette Crosby. 
in, no, in Dr. Finlay's case book, book okay. was Barbara Mullen. Oh, Barbara Mullen. Who That's was right, born sure. in Boston, Massachusetts, according to my Google. Okay. Um, now, if somebody asked, uh, what was the name of that thing that's better than Breaking Bad? And it's called Halt and, and Catch, Catch Fire. Fire. Yeah. All right. Uh, the um, question for you. Did you see any movies? We're nearly running out yeah, of time. Yeah, we, we just, uh, first of all, I'm enormously impressed by Gone Girl, which I saw on Monday, I think, and it's opening this weekend. It's a sleek, solid, impeccably structured missing wife thriller with a quartet of colourful central performances and a generally engrossing storyline. Ben Affleck, he stars as an unemployed New York journalist who moves to Missouri with his upper-class wife who's played, and she's absolutely sensational in it, by Rosamund Pike. And then on their fifth wedding anniversary, she disappears and there's an amounting accumulation of clues to suggest that he may have murdered her and destroyed the body um, it's it's okay there's been a lot um, about it It uh, it's based on a book that was published in 2012 uh, written by um, a, f- a former journalist indeed herself she worked on Entertainment Weekly magazine called Gillian Flynn um, and so there's been a lot of people have been waiting for it the book was a big bestseller a lot of people wait for it and it lives up to expectations so I'd recommend it highly, I have to say. All so, right, can I ask you a couple yeah, of questions? Yeah. I was looking at an ad uh, somewhere and it said, the return of Peaky Blinders. Yeah. And Ingrid said to me, what the hell is Peaky Blinders? Well, what is it? Well, okay, Peaky Blinders is, is, is a story um, about these criminals who were based, I think, in Birmingham uh, uh, at the end of and after the First World War. And they used to keep these razor blades in their caps. And uh, this is where the Peaky Blinders came from. Oh. There were razor blades in their caps and they'd use them as weapons when they got into trouble. All right. You know, it's uh, good. Kill, kill you, uh, the first series was great. It was great. Killian uh, K- Murphy is in it. And now they've, I mean, they've scored a major coup with this in the second series, which begins this weekend. Uh, they have Tom Hardy opposite um Killian Murphy. So All right. Is. Now, uh, an actor I really like. I saw him uh, with when your man who sadly died was that was the security boss in a bar. Uh, and you, what was his name? What? Give me that again. Oh, uh, River Phoenix. No, no, no. no. Sorry. Uh, anyway, Sam Elliott was in the movie. He oh. was a tough guy. As oh well. yes, yes, yes. I know who you're talking about. But anyway, tell me about Sam Elliott. Well, Sam, is, yeah, Ju- Justified is reached has reached its sixth season, and unfortunately, as far as I know, it's the last season. Uh, stars the great uh, Timothy Oliphant, and uh, what they've done in the last season is they've brought in a major star, and uh, he's played by Sam Elliott, who a lot, a lot of people will probably. I remember best maybe from The Big Lebowski, but he's been around an awful long time. Uh, he made his first kind of appearance and it was just as a card player in the initial scenes in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Remember Butch Cassidy? They had a, a card game at the beginning, remember? And the guy insults Butch or insults uh, uh, Sundance. Do you not no, remember? No, don't remember that. Did you see the film the, at all? I did, but the bit yeah. I remember when he, he's faced with the seven foot tall guy oh, yes, and he so says the yeah. first thing we have to do is <laughs> establish <laughs> the rules. <laughs> and yeah. he kicks him in the... In the ghoulies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but listen, talk to me about Sam Elliott. Uh, I Elliott. didn't know he was married to Catherine Ross. Uh, he met Catherine Ross on Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. 
Are okay. they still married? They're Manny? still married. They've been married for ages and ages and ages. And wow. they're, they're, they're two lovely people as far as I'm concerned. I've always liked him. I'd love to I'd love to interview him and I've tried to get him again and again, but eventually we'll get him on we'll the picture show. We'll get him on the picture show. If you can't get him, I'm willing to be interviewed. <laughs> okay. Now, the great Julie Andrews yes. is 79 today. 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 Yes, Happy today. birthday, Julie. And the interesting thing is uh, you, you mentioned this to me a week or two ago and we didn't actually do it, but uh, this is the anniversary of as well of her, I suppose, her most famous movies, the movie that she won the Oscar for, which is Mary Poppins. And it was her first film, by the way. She was a Broadway star and she was a West End star and all that. Uh, but she that was her first film. Um, they believed that she got it as a kind of consolation yeah. prize yeah. for not getting My Fair Lady, well, which she okay. had established on stage. Yeah, there's a certain amount of... But the, the problem about that... that that story is that uh, My Fair Lady was Warner Brothers and Mary Poppins is Disney. Oh, okay, so All I right. can't see how that happens. No, well, no, but you know these things. Yeah. We don't. Okay. I uh, her other be- best known movies, obviously, Sound of Music. Uh, our favorite film uh, was American- Americanization of Emily, and she was in it with our favorite uh, co star, who was James Garner. Totally Modern Millie, which I, I kind of like. Uh, star, Victor Victoria. 10 and SOB. She made a lot of movies with, her, with her husband, Star, Bl- Blake Edwards. Star was appalling. Yeah. Some yeah. of it filmed in the Gacy, yeah. I think. Was it? Yeah. In Dublin? Yeah, I oh. think so. Uh, because it looked like a, a theatre of the era. Yeah. You know, okay. you might yeah. look yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah. But I thought uh, she was fantastic with James Garner and your man Victor Victoria f- uh, from Robert Beaugest. Preston Robert, Robert Preston, Preston. Yeah. and 76 from Beaugest by golly he was yeah, in yeah. Beaugest ok 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 and, and the other one he was in was 76 Trombos he was in seven, in which he was fabulous <laughs> don't go called 76 it's called a music man <laughs> <laughs> 76 trombones. Well, 76 trombones. It's in it, it's in it, okay. It's it's not in it. It's the main song. Song in it, okay. And the other one is uh, what was Brillo was the song about pool. Do you remember? Just before we go, uh, could we give a bit of a plug to another Irish movie, which is a documentary called Unbreakable, and it's the Mark Pollock story, a new documentary. New documentary by Ross Whitaker, and it's about this Northern Ireland athlete, adventurer, and author who lost his sight as a young man. First of all, at the age of uh, five, he loses his sight in one eye. 22, loses his sight in the other eye. And then he has an accident while he's at Henley, Henley Regatta, and he breaks his back, so he loses the use, obviously, of his lower body and wow. it's basically it's a wonder it's, it's, it's a, a great story well it's a very inspirational story but one of the things about it as well George one of the things I loved about it is that it's a great love story um, his wife Simone who stands out there, he's, he's four weeks away from his wedding when he has this accident oh. and so his wife or partner sorry not his wife his partner Simone kind of stays with him and there's a great relationship it's amazing how this guy remain, retains his kind of buoyancy his interest in life his sense of humour and uh, and, and she helps an awful lot. So okay. it's it's one of the interesting things about it, by the way, is, is as I say, is made by Ross Whitaker. He doesn't have a distribution deal. So him and Pollock themselves are actually taking it from cinema to cinema around the country. 
wow. which is great. You know? Now, it's, sorry, George, just tuned in, says Paul Vickers in Chile. Oh. And Andrew Crookshank played uh, Paul, Dr. Cameron and Dr. Finlay. Do we not say we that? Said that. I thought we did say could that. We, could right? I, can I just add about uh, Crookshank? Uh, he was in El Cid with Charlton Heston he? and Sophia Loren. Yes, he's at the beginning of it. He is the, he's the, king's, he's the king's champion at the beginning of All it. Right. And he has this fight, remember, with Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston kills him. And he's uh, Sandra, or he's uh, Sophia Loren's father. And I love the scene at the end where he's dying and he says, Shemaine. Shemaine, avenge me, Shemaine. Do not let me die unavenged. And he's really theatrical and he's gorgeous. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. The things that come out on this program. Oh, uh, for the love of God, George, please ask Philip what he thinks of Gamara on Sky Atlantic yeah, on Monday no, night. Well, okay, I actually no, it's it's um, it's a crime series actually set in Sicily. I I haven't seen the series. I saw the film, and the film was really gritty and graphic. And if it is, it lives up to the quality of the film. It's good stuff. Now, a lot of people think it gets smart was a good 60s. Yeah, very good. Right? Very, very good. Yeah, very good. And The Fugitive, Kevin thinks. Oh, I love The Fugitive. Did I've, you? I, yeah, I have all, I never, I've, I've all episodes of The Fugitive. I, every episode. I never watched it. Of the four series of The Fugitive. I never watched it. There you go. You lost yeah. out. Well, well, what's this about you not having a television as a child? Were you neglected or something? I didn't have a. Te- I didn't see. I didn't have a television in the house. Until I was over 21. Where were you? Were you off playing well, rugby you, or cricket with all these you, uppity Cork people? Well, first of all, there were no televisions in Cork <laughs> in Albert Road. That's for absolute. We were, in fact, at one point, I think we were the only family to have a radio, let alone oh, television. Stop. Well, you stop it yourself. Like you have these visions and of you sitting around the fire, toasting bread and the radio in the background. And Correct. Oh, Hancock's Half Hour <laughs> and The Goon Show. And oh, all well, actually, that's that's good. Right. Good radio. In fact, it was good television. As then well. I went to England yeah. and I was in an apartment that we couldn't afford the television. So when I came home as a mature student, age 21, <laughs> my parents got a television. And we used to watch, it was a great thing in RTE. After the news, they'd play the final couple of furlongs of every race at Leopardstown. Do you remember this? <laughs> no, no, no. It was appalling, rubbish. It was appalling. Oh, RTE for you. But we could oh. only get, we were, we, we could only get RTE. Like we couldn't get the BBC or any of that sort of stuff. Uh, by the way, uh, one of our colleagues, a film critic, uh, who heard us last week and is, uh, is, is, is after all this time, after 12 years, he's only cottoned on to this slot. But, uh, <laughs> and he thinks Hook is mad. Uh, he loves Hook. Uh, but he gave me, um, he gave me the, um, the address, George, for a site where you can get all these American television series. So I'll pass so it on. So you won't sleep forever. I'll, I'll pass it on to you. I'll pass it on to you. Uh, somebody is. Number of people are saying they think Noble is very good, and then somebody else says, "What's up with Deirdre Kane's accent in Noble?" Ah, no, there's nothing wrong uh, with her accent. I, I actually think her accent. You know, it's an Irish accent. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Deirdre Kane's own accent. Oh, okay. Right. And what comedy is in it? She mostly has. She she she, she mostly has the comedy. Uh, but oh the, no! But the, sorry, Deirdre Kane is playing Christina Noble. Yes, in fact, with Deirdre Kane's accent. Accent, yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. But but Deirdre, Deirdre Kane is Irish. 
Christina Noble is Irish. Why shouldn't she play with an Irish? I don't know. Yeah. You're the film expert. Yeah, but, uh, That's uh, only been discovered after 12 years. <laughs> there's three. That says a lot about there's you. There's three actresses in it. And uh, one of the great things about it, as I said a week or two ago, was that he, he uh, this is not easy to do. He uses three actresses um, to at portray her ages. at different ages. And it works really well. I saw that in Beaugest. <laughs> with Robert Preston with 76 trombones is that what you're <laughs> no, going to say no. you <laughs> had two actors you uh. had the great Donald O'Connor here's one for you, you in Beaugest yeah see now smart see, smarty uh, pants but uh, Donald O'Connor was in Beaugest is that what you're going he to say he was the young beau oh the young beau I see and then Gary Cooper was the adult beau okay what's his Ray most Ray Milan what's and Robert Preston what's his most three jest brothers what's his most famous song from Singing in the Rain Make them laugh, make That's them laugh, wrap it up. Pa said, be an actor, my son, but be a comical one. Yes. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.